Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. The lights are off in many parts of Northern California this morning. As a way to prevent new wildfires from starting as strong winds begin to blow, the state's largest utility, Pacific Gas and Electric, has shut off power to its customers in counties north of the Bay Area and in the Sierras, from Shasta County in the north to Tuolumne County east of Modesto. In all, the public safety power shutoffs are affecting 172,000 PG&E customers in 22 counties. PG&E is also opening community centers for people affected by the blackouts, where they can charge their devices and get snacks and water. The utility is especially sensitive to the threat of fires because in past years, its equipment has sparked the state's most destructive blazes. And here in Southern California, power remains on for SoCal Edison customers, but shutoffs are possible in six counties. Meanwhile, the Creek Fire burning in the Southern Sierra Nevada mountains east of Fresno has already doubled in size since Sunday. That fire has burned at least 135,000 acres and destroyed much of the community of Big Creek. It's 0% contained and the National Guard, after suspending evacuations because of smoke, has started them again this morning. KQED's Alex Hall reports on efforts to control the blaze. We have a tinderbox up here. The whole Sierra Nevadas has rotten timber in it, and it just makes like a giant matchbook. Darren Byers is a bulldozer operator working on the Creek Fire. He's been here since Friday, working to keep the blaze from destroying the community of Shaver Lake. He says with so many fires burning in California, resources are stretched thin. It stretches Cal Fire, uh, Forestry Department, and all the resources, private, down to the county firehouses and the city firehouses. I mean, they're a big part of fighting fire up here. It's a joint effort from everybody. Calling it an unprecedented disaster for the region, officials said the Creek Fire grew in all directions Monday, forcing Cal Fire to bring in a second team of firefighters from Nevada, Wyoming, Utah, and Idaho. Edwin Suniga is a Cal Fire public information officer. We're going to be able to get that ball rolling a little bit faster now, now that we, our footprint of the fire is uh, like a lot smaller now in the sense that like we're just in charge of the southern portion and they're going to be in charge of the north portion. Meanwhile, as of Monday night, roughly 200 people were still stranded in the Sierra awaiting help. The Fresno Sheriff's Office said those people were safe, but that some of the rescue helicopters had had trouble landing because of the smoke. For the California Report, I'm Alex Hall in Fresno. 
The mandatory evacuation orders from the Creek Fire have grown to include the Foothills community of Aubrey. And as Valley Public Radio's Carrie Klein reports, it's not just people who are getting out. Claudia Stone just moved to Aubrey in May. She said receiving the alerts about the evacuation warning, then the order, was terrifying just like the sky as she left her home in the early morning. It was really, really dark, smoky, smoky dark. My horses were very nervous. She has three horses, one she's had for 17 years, and they came with her along with her two dogs. She brought the horses to the large animal evacuation center at the Clovis Rodeo Grounds, where she had been rodeo queen in the 1990s. I feel so relieved to be able to come here. So relieved. I'm with people I know. Vince Jenko is on the board of directors for the Clovis Rodeo, and he says he was happy to turn the festival grounds into something helpful. Everybody has to give back, you know, to the community. So that's that's the important part. And I mean, we don't do it for the recognition or anything else. We do it because it's, you know, the thing to do. As of early on Monday, the shelter had six horses, two donkeys, and around 65 cattle. A Red Cross evacuation center in Clovis had pet cats, dogs, rabbits, and a rattlesnake. For the California Report, I'm Carrie Klein in Fresno. Another big blaze burning in the state is the El Dorado fire in Riverside County. That's blackened about 10,000 acres and forced the evacuation of 20,000 people. That fire was ignited by a smoke machine used in a gender reveal party. And as of last night, it was about 16% contained. And south of that, the Valley Fire is burning in rural East San Diego County. Since it started on Saturday afternoon, it's consumed more than 17,000 acres and has reportedly destroyed more than 30 homes and other structures. Power has also been knocked out to more than 3,000 San Diego gas and electric customers. As of last word, the Valley Fire is only about 3% contained. And like in other parts of the state, firefighters are contending with hot, dry winds fanning the flames. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. We've talked about a lot of fires burning in California, and there are so, so many more. If this year's wildfire season seems particularly bad, even record-breaking, well, it is. KQD's Mary Franklin Harvin has more. Until now, 2018 held the record for most acres burned in California in a year, at just over 1.9 million. But this year's blazes have already surpassed that record, and it's only September. 
not only have more than 2 million acres burned, but three out of the top five largest recorded California fires are incidents that happened within the last month. A Cal Fire representative says it's unnerving to have burn rates like these this early in the season, when September and October are historically the most destructive months for fires. Fire crews will continue battling current blazes, which are likely to be exacerbated by hot winds forecasted for the coming days. For the California Report, I'm Mary Franklin Harbin. As a precautionary measure to prevent more fires, the U.S. Forest Service says it's temporarily closing national forests across the state. With more on that, here's KCRW's Benjamin Gottlieb. If you had camping and hiking on this week's agenda, prepare for some rescheduling. The U.S. Forest Service has shut down eight of its parks entirely, including Angeles, Sierra, Sequoia, and San Bernardino. Additionally, all developed campgrounds and day-use sites are closed at every national forest in California. There are a couple reasons for this, says Zach Behrens. He's a spokesperson for the San Bernardino National Forest. We just really need to take this action because we have our resources spread really thin. There are wildfires in virtually every corner of the state, including in the San Bernardino National Forest. Barron says those fires, in Southern California especially, are feeding off extremely high temperatures and little to no humidity. And there's another variable in the forecast. Now what we're going to experience are incoming Santa Ana winds. These dry offshore winds have the potential to scatter embers quickly. There's currently no timeline for when the forest may reopen or if others will be added to this list of closures. For the California Reports, I'm Benjamin Gottlieb in Big Bear City. Yosemite National Park remains open, but personnel there are monitoring the fires and have told remaining visitors to prepare for evacuations if necessary. And that is the California Report for Tuesday, September 8th, a production of KQED Public Radio. You can get the latest fire news from your part of California by listening to your local NPR stations. Many of hardworking reporters and producers out in the field covering the blazes. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Stay safe and have a great day. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. 
Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! <laughs> 